It's Manson Mitchell on the weekend with Gary Manson, Suzanne Mitchell. A double shot of good conversation with great guests to power up your day. Manson Mitchell, you're on the air. A happy Saturday, June 10th to everyone, and welcome to the Manson Mitchell Show. This is Matt Shea filling in for Gary and Suzanne, but trust me, they're out there with you on the airwaves listening in. We have got a spectacular show lined up today. But before I get into that, I'm looking at my producer. I refer to him as my all-state man because I'm always in good hands with this guy. Nathan Miller, how are you today? Good morning, Matt. I am doing excellent. And how about yourself? Just fantastic. Uh, somebody's going to hit me. I'm enjoying the overcast northwest day out here. We've had a pretty good summer so far. Not dramatic heat, but good Seattle-type weather. And then it's going to get hot again. So this little fall look out there, I can handle that for a while. Hey, you know, it actually helped in the future, too, because I was looking at my lawn throughout this past week, and it's starting to get a little bit of brownness in the grass. And I really love green grass. In fact, my favorite color is grass green. And with all this little bit of rain we're having, it's enough to water the grass and get it green again and water those flowers and get them blooming nice and well for the sunny weather we still have coming up ahead and lots more of it. By the way, I like that green shirt you're wearing. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) We have got an interesting show. I was talking with Gary and Suzanne, and we wanted a lot of fun on this one. And let's just talk about the dynamics of radio and what we're trying to cultivate. And let's get a little bold. Let's talk about the other side of the coin when Murphy's Law comes into effect. Oh, yeah. Who better than Kevin McDonald from Positive Talk Radio? He is here with us right now. Kevin, hello. <laughs> I just, I, so when Murphy's Law comes into play, you think of me? <laughs> well, you could put it that way. <laughs> that is, well, it, it does have. Well, the, the thing is, is I've been doing this a while now. By the way, thank you, Matt. And, and, and thank you, Manson and Mitchell, for allowing me to come and see you guys today. Um, this, it's a great fun to be here. And, and I, I gotta tell you, first of all, off the top, Matt Shea is an extraordinary human being, and he does a really good job at just being himself. And I really appreciate that about him. And Kevin, we picked you as a great person for our subject today, because not just because it always happens to you, but because you have all the experience and time frame to a eh, pretty good chance that it could happen to you. And, and you've been and, in radio for almost as long as I've been alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it started in 2003. And, and there, you know, what's interesting is there are people who still remember that show. Um, I was talking to somebody the other day and she said, yeah, my husband used to do his, uh, his work in the garage and he'd have the, your show on. And, and this goes all the way back to 2003. So if there, you're still alive, you may have heard of it. I don't know. Kevin, you and I have done our share of radio shows and podcasts together. And on occasion, somebody would call in because, hey, Kevin, I was listening to you 20 years ago. There are people who pulled off the freeway to get better reception and listen to your show. 
There were, there were, there, there was uh, a gal. We used to have a guy. I don't, don't, don't know. Now you guys probably won't remember this guy, but uh, uh, Jerry Armour. He was uh, a biochemist in the, in his eighties. He had a health food store down in Factoria, and he would come on the show. And he was he was a gruff old rock and roll dude. And he'd go hey, and everybody and stuff. There were people that were taking notes at what he was saying because his his information was so cool and was so right on uh and i found him because i walked into his shop one day and i heard him just talking to this customer about this and then this customer about that and he was really was good at what he did so a lot of people would take notes when he was when he was on the show so it was it was great fun he's passed on now kevin i've come across some interesting sayings about radio and I'm just going to push you into the light with this. Here's one I really liked. It reminds me of you. The power of radio is not that it speaks to millions, but that it speaks intimately and privately to each one of those billions. Take it from there, Kevin, your shows. I couldn't agree more. As a matter of fact, in uh, 2003, when the show had to come to an end for many reasons, um, the last show i learned that it's a medium matt that touches each person individually as they're listening and uh when i announced the show was going off the air the the phone lines filled up and and people started saying things like i'm looking at the pile of books that i bought here because of your show and uh and another gal said uh, um we um my health has improved because of Jerry Armour and and others that came on the show, and I want to thank you for that. Now others were saying, "You can't go, you can't go." And then one of one of them, and the reason Matt that I do this today was a um, gal called, and she was her name was Carol from Bainbridge Island, and she said, I, "We're devastated. We can't believe you're going off the air." Now keep in mind that you guys know that when you're in a studio like you are and Nathan is, you have no earthly idea who's listening at any given time about anything. So you don't know what kind of an impact you're having on an individual person. But so Carol said, we're devastated. And I said, well, I'm so sorry. And, uh, um, I explained why. And, and, um, and she said, well, we listen to you every day. And I said, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And she said, no, you don't understand. I'm an Alzheimer's caregiver and she and I listen to you every day because you still reach her. She laughs when you laugh. She says, there he goes again. And she's very pleased. And she, she says, you make our day. Now I never thought in my wildest dreams that, that just getting behind the microphone could have that kind of an impact on anybody. But I learned then. Kevin, I was in the studio with you that day when they called in from Bainbridge Island. I was your guest host that day. Here's something I came across earlier today. Radio is the most intimate and socially personal medium in the world. You were just mentioning that, Kevin. It is. It is. And it's a way. Now, a good radio host like you are, like Nathan is, people get an idea of what you sound like and who you, what you look like. And they, they become, you become a close personal friend to them unless you do something that they don't like, in which case they send you a letter. But, uh, but most of the time 
it's they love they love the intimacy that radio brings. Well, that's the thing about radio too. On the listener end, as opposed to other mediums, I mean, nobody's. I mean, gone are the days when people would come home and gather around the radio. That just doesn't really exist anymore. Now, radio, it's just only you turning it on and listening to it. It's not like there's a whole listening party. It's just one person on each radio listening to the show. And that's why it's so intimate, because it's just, in the end, you and the listener. Here's another one I came across recently. This came from a celebrity, and I will leave the name out of it. I can turn on the radio right now and be inspired. That's what we all try and do, I hope. In some cases, we're not, we're not interested in that because of the type of uh, format that we are running, or, and it may be that we are interested in making people angry or whatever. But go ahead, Nathan. Oh, I was just going to point out that especially live radio, like right now, it's in the moment. I mean, you could be a podcast listener or listening to pre-recorded stuff, and it's no longer in the moment because what they're talking about has already happened or that conversation already happened. When you're live, you're in the moment, and things are happening right now. Yeah, and, you know, Matt, what's, what's interesting about that is that uh, I, I had a guy that on that day in 2003, another guy came on. And he said, you know, I know him, and he had worked with us for some for a little bit of time. And he said, I want everybody to know that there are a lot of people in the radio business that are not real. That's exactly who he is. What, the way that I'm talking to you now is exactly what I do in my regular life. So I am who I am. I am who I am who I am. <laughs> And Kevin, I'm sure you always get that question from people going around saying, oh, you're on the radio? Show me your radio voice. And it's, <laughs> it's like, I mean, what you're hearing right now, it is my radio voice. I mean, I might use a voice if I'm recording a commercial, you know, in a world type thing. But <laughs> that's only, I mean, that's acting. That's not my radio voice. I mean, I always tell people my radio voice is what you're hearing right now. That's exactly what it is. Nathan, I love seeing you at your Captain Kirk controls there. All the controls, you got the whole world out there and everything. What is it that you try to cultivate when you get into the studio and you have shows coming up? I always like to frame it as like being in a coffee shop. I mean, you get in, you're relaxed, and you're just having a conversation and talking about it and letting it flow. I mean... You might have an idea, you'll start off with some questions, but then you just let it take over from there. I mean, everything is just really natural. I mean, I'm not too big on the whole scripted things because it translates through when people are talking about it. It's like, oh, it's scripted. And I really like to have the dynamics of a natural conversation. About a year ago, I was talking to someone and, hey, you got a radio voice. Okay. Uh, you know who Kevin McDonald is? I've been on Positive Talk before. And I just remained quiet. They were so enthused to let everybody know about it. Love Kevin's show. Kevin, here is a famous quote from a radio personality out there. A good radio show will captivate you, and it's active listening. It's not in the background. Yeah, I know. I, I agree with that. And it's... 
if we can touch, and I say this, you know, you Nathan, you mentioned that it's like a conversation in a coffee shop. I tell, I have a little 15 minute thing that I do with everybody before they come on the podcast. And I say that every time it's like you and I are sitting in Starbucks having a conversation and the audience is in the third seat and they're enjoying the conversation based upon what we're talking about. And each time it's different. Um, I can't do the same show twice. Somebody said to me, I'll send you a script. I'll send you some stuff. And I said, well, you can send me anything you like, but I'm not going to use it. <laughs> um, because it's, it's gotta be live. It's gotta be real. It's gotta be now. It's gotta be in the moment. Kevin, I've got to throw this one, and I got this one just before the show started. Radio is the playground of coincidence. And indeed, indeed, because you never know. <laughs> you never know. And Nathan, you you do a lot of, and I applaud you because you do a lot of shows with a lot of hosts and a lot of different skill levels, and you're able to negotiate. All of that from guys like me that have been doing it a while, Matt's been doing it a while, to a person that comes in for the very first time and is sitting behind the microphone and you're coaching them up on how to put together a show. It's, it's really is remarkable the skills that you bring to your, to your craft. I think a part of it is just always trying to keep it fun. You know, if something goes wrong, don't panic and try to resolve it or stress over it. Just make fun out of it. Like you for, I mean, you got to laugh at yourself when you're on the radio. When I was talking to Gary Matz recently, he loved the idea of having Kevin McDonald, positive talk radio, Nathan Miller at the board, the three of us conducting a show the way it's playing out. He says, this is the type of fun we want to have on the Bats and Mitchell show. <laughs> well, I thank them for allowing, for number one, I, they made a great choice in when they're away to have you be the uh, substitute host. And it's great for you to allow me to be here, to be silly and, and do what I do. And, and Nathan is the rock. He's, he's like um, Newt Rockney who holds it all together or somebody like that. And everybody makes mistakes, too. I can think of a time when I was in early on in radio. I started off at a college radio station, and they began you to get used to talking on the air by doing news reads. So we would make up news reports, or not make up, we would gather news reports, and it would be an international news story, a national news story, and then a local news story, and the weather at the end. Well... I was doing really well, you know, the first three times, but there was one time, I guess the weather started getting warmer and I could start riding my bike around the campus more. So I rode my bike to the radio station before my newsread. Well, I didn't expect the time to be, you know, as long as it was for me to ride. So I was quickly, you know, putting together the news in like five to 10. Usually you're doing it in like 20 minutes. And by the time I get to the microphone, I hadn't caught my breath yet. So uh, after doing really well with news reads for the first three or four times, I get to the fifth or so time, and I am just out of breath. It was so winded. It almost sounded like I was crying while I was doing the news read just because I was struggling to catch my breath. Like, just keep breathing. And like that is out. I mean, it was quite embarrassing, but that was a lesson learned for me. Whenever I'm going to a radio station, you know, don't do any, like, physical activity beforehand. 
without giving myself an ample amount of time to catch my breath because your breath, it's very important when you're doing a radio show. Did someone call 911? Yeah, <laughs> I had a feeling they were about to get the defibrillator. <laughs> <laughs> but there are times when things happen that are so radically out of your control that there ain't nothing you can do to fix it. Um, I had one of those happen just a, just a couple of weeks ago on Kixie. Um, can I tell that story, Matt? Go for uh, it. Yeah, let's uh, just not be so specific with names. Uh, well, no, but uh, I had I had a guest on, and we had done the show before, so she knows the drill. And but she was trying to get to Puyallup. As this I learned later, she was trying to get to Puyallup from uh, where she lives because that's where the band practice was and traffic was horrible and she ran out of time. So she gets it to the, she pulls off to the side of the road. She thinks she's got Wi-Fi in her car. She thinks it's going to work out just fine. And so the show begins. And so it's like, I talk to Eric as I generally do. And we, we banter about for a bit. And then, and then I introduce her and it went just like this. Well, Kevin is so nice to be here. I'm just let. She disappeared from the feed and was gone. Okay, Matt, what do you do when when that happens and you're in the and you're about to ask another question and it's and they're gone? It, it, what do you do? You kind of momentarily freeze and stay put because they might come back real quick. You don't know what the next few seconds are going to hold. You, Yes, that's that that's, would that's, be the initial reaction. Yes, <laughs> yes, and then it's like, but they she didn't come back. She so she was out and she was done, and it was like, okay, now I had no backup plan. Which which a, a really good radio host would have a backup plan. He'd have he'd have thirty minutes of script that he would then go into about his show and stuff like that. So, but I covered some of that. But it was like there came a point in time when. Uh, Eric was Eric was the the board op at the time, and he was trying really hard to get everything fixed so that she could come back on and and trying to to um, do the feed and all of that. And so a couple of times he he came back on and said, "Oh, and Brittany's back." Well, hi, Brittany. How you doing, Brittany? crickets well and then eric will come back oh she's not back yet and and so this went on for a while but um but it was it was fun my, my i had some people give me feedback they said you know when that happens it's real it's not it's not fake and 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 people people will matt they'll actually sympathize with you they'll say poor guy go ahead this reminds me of the days of alan Fudd. We all remember the talking mailbox. Recall that one? The mailbox uh, would talk to some stupid person walking down the sidewalk who would talk back to a talking mailbox. So this older man is talking to this mailbox on the corner, and a crowd is gathering to see why he's conducting a conversation. But at that moment, the wiring went dead, and the mailbox could no longer talk. So now this fool who's drawn quite a crowd is trying to convince people, honest, this thing talks, look. And so he would say hello, whatever, and nothing because they had issues on the other side. So they made a silver lining out of a glitch. Yeah, and, and people, 
understand that and they sympathize with you and it's like now what's he going to do it actually becomes riveting radio um i i know that you listen to that nathan a little bit and i bet you you got a chuckle or two out of it yeah i mean partly because i know what it's like to go through that and uh but still i mean it's something that needs to be taken seriously whenever stuff does happen because i mean if we are without a show we got to have something playing because the biggest mistake in radio is dead air and having nothing going on so in the meantime while you're scrambling to get your guest back on the air you're also scrambling to think about okay can we do you know certain like small talk conversations while we wait on them or have go to their website and then give off information as we wait on them but there's cases where it takes a long time i mean you can't always throw it to a commercial break or maybe play a song and then boom, they're back. Sometimes it takes a lot more time than usual. You have to improv, come up with what you're really worth. I love Johnny Carson and many nights when things weren't going good. I think the term is called bombing. He would throw the scripts away and he'd walk to the center of stage and talk about different things, point at people at the audience. Why are you laughing at you? That type of thing. But on his own, he really made a show come together. Just totally improv because, come on, we got the show going on. And sometimes that can make the best shows, too. Like you were saying, throwing away the script and just improvising something. You know, I've gone to churches and heard sermons where the uh, person giving the sermon is has their laptop and then it crashes or their notes, something happens, or maybe something comes into their mind that really inspired them as they started the service and then they just decided to go away with all the hours of preparation they have to do uh, improvised sermon. And those are powerful. Yes. And Matt, I encourage everybody. If you're a parent who is listening to this, get your kids involved in improvisational drama while they're still a child. Uh, like a, a preteen or a teenage group, and there are some out there, and you can learn. The kids learn how to do improvisation. They learn to think on their feet, uh, which translates into many, many skills, sales skills, and being able to talk, you know, and and being confident in yourself. And I, I really think it's important. It can be in any environment, like you said, and social too. I mean, any business really you got to be able to think on your toes. It's Otherwise, you're just a computer, and what happens when computers fail? Well, nothing. That's why we have the human element. Exactly. Yeah. You do it on the fly. Just wing it, make it happen, a song and a prayer. Indeed, indeed. Now, so, Kev- with radio, we always try to get a fun guest. You're a guarantee, Kevin, and to be here with Nathan Miller... Well, you got the show halfway guaranteed already. Going into a show, are there certain guests? Like I was reading on Johnny Carson, Bob Hope holds the record. He was on there for 131 episodes. I like Bob Hope. I could listen to him forever and ever. Who are some of the favorite guests you've had on, Kevin? Oh, boy. Go to people. Uh, Well, I've, I've got, there are so many. Uh, Neil Donald Walsh is one of my favorites and, uh, he's been on the show three or four times. He wrote conversations with God and, um, um, Gary Zukoff who wrote uh, seat of the soul, who is, um, 
he was on Oprah's book club and he was on Oprah a lot. Um, John Edward, the psychic medium, uh, was, was a great uh, friend of the show. Um, I've had Matthew Stapley, another, another psychic medium. I've had coaches and, and people that are really interested in bettering mankind. It really is. I, I just enjoy talking to these people so much. And I'll, a lot of people will say you have such a variety of people on your show. I had a sports psychologist on the other day and I had a guy that was uh, talking about, uh, um, opiate abuse and, and another one that is by the way, another gal that is in the news right now. Um, she is, have you, Matt, have you heard about the CNN program called heroes? Yes, I have. Her name is Michelle, uh, Neff Hernandez. And she was the hero of the month for CNN. And they put her big her picture up there because she's got a widow club and she works with widows and widowers. She lost her husband 15 years ago to a bicycle accident. And so she has spent her whole life getting people who have lost somebody to get together and, and, and to deal with that loss and to move forward from it. And so people like that, that there are some extraordinary humans out there and you know that, um, it's great for, it's great fun to be able to touch bases with all of these wonderful humans. I love support groups because quickly you find that you are not the lone ranger after all. You are one of many and you have a common thread and you do something about it. You start to get strength over it. Here's another one I've come across, Kevin. TV gives everyone an image, but radio gives birth to a million images in a million brains. Hold on. I have something, speaking of being spontaneous, how about we take a break right now because it's time. I got something coming back from the break that would be really good to lead into this talking point. Okay. Very nice. This is Matt Shake, guest host of the Matt's and Mitchell Show, and we'll be right back after these messages. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures detailed in each magazine with all your itinerary. We could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please, get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure. Staying connected with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell is easy. Just go to manceandmitchell.com for the latest info on topics and guests. Friend Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on their Facebook pages and like the Mance and Mitchell show page at facebook.com slash manceandmitchell. If you're on Twitter, share a follow with Gary and Suzanne at Mance Mitchell. Join Gary and Suzanne Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for an unusual show that covers everything from personal growth to the paranormal. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous act. Here's a startling act. The amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, spectacular, incredible, exciting, wonderful, world fame, most unusual novelty act. The home of the A-Team of Alternative Talk is ManceAndMitchell.com. Heard right here on Alternative Talk 1150 AM or streaming live from your computer anywhere. Terry Loving wants to help you with your online marketing challenges right now. She has several courses she is giving away to help you get your business working for you online. Yes, giving away. WordPress websites are her specialty, yet her technical skills go way beyond that. 
Check out her blog at terryloving.com or email her directly at terry at terryloving.com. That's terry at terryloving.com. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to the Matt's and Mitchell Show, Saturday, June 10th edition. This is Matt Shea filling in for Gary and Suzanne. We are so honored to have Positive Talk Radio's Kevin McDonald with us. Kevin, how could someone get in contact with you? Well, they can come over to my house. No, I'm kidding. Um, and you can go to a couple of ways, actually. Um, KM Media at Comcast. No, hold on. Now you got me I mean, on. you're always sending people to my email on your show, Kevin. I know. Because whenever I said <laughs> I made a mistake the other, the other day, and I said something really pretty incredibly stupid, and I said, and if you want to send me an email, send it to Nathan at KKNW, 11.50 a.m., <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you got it, but I was expecting somebody to say, cause I, you know, occasionally you just misspeak and I misspoke at that moment and, and stuff. But if you go to, uh, Kevin at kmmedia.pro is a great way, or you can go to, uh, if you want to, we've got, get, all right, Matt, I'm going to play a game with you. <clears throat> can I play a game with you? Go right ahead. I want you to tell me. How many guests I or how many shows I've done on Positive Talk Radio? And this is all from the beginning, like twenty-eight years ago, right? I'm gonna, yeah, is, I'm gonna go with three hundred and fifty shows. Over a thousand. That's even more than I would have guessed. I've got uh, on the current on the current podcast. It's five hundred and twenty. And then not to mention on my independence report, which is what I did before that, we have 450. And then I did two hours a day, five days a week for 11 months on KKNW. And if I do the math and if I have a guest every hour, that's over six. That's almost 600 shows on KKNW. Wow. And that was uh, before you came back to KKNW? No, that was that was when I was in 2003 on, when I did KKW Positive Talk, and mm -hmm. then I did a music show. Oh, Matt, you want to talk about um, full pause while you're doing a live show? Um, I've I've got one for you. Um, I did another show. It was called Kevin McDonald Presents Late Night KKNW. Some folks may remember that because I did it for almost for 11 months, like uh, four days a week. And one of the things that we did was we did some live shows. Um, we did a live show with uh, Apple Jam, which is a Beatles tribute band at the Seven Door. And so we did a live show there. But I also went to like the, the High Dive and some other venues in, uh, in uh, um, Fremont. And there was one guy, because we were live on the radio, and Mike, Mike, um, the your predecessor nathan um mm -hmm. and he was kind of new but uh, uh we were doing this live show and the the act that was on the live show he had 
a love affair with the F word. Oh. And so he would talk, he would say, and here we are at the high dive and we're, and, and, uh, um, I warned him. I warned him a couple of times. I said, you got to quit that because, uh, Mike is going to have to fix that. And they, they you guys have what's called a seven second delay. Mm-hmm. And what happens with the seven second delay is if you have to cut a piece, if you hit the button, it cuts a piece of the, uh, of the tape, but it, it lowers the seven second delay to like six and a half seconds and then six seconds. And you know where I'm going with this yep. and then five seconds and then four seconds and then three seconds and then two and a half seconds. And then it slowly builds back up. If you don't have to touch the button for a while, we never got to that point. He actually ran the seven second delay to nothing. And then Mike had to cancel the show. Yeah, that's when you just take their like phone line or whatever they're doing, and then you disconnect it. It's like you cut them off. I've got to throw in a quote from Milton Burl. You guys remember Uncle Milty? Of course. Radio, that wonderful invention by which I could reach millions of people who fortunately can't reach me. That sounds like you have a McDonald's quote, in my opinion. Nathan, don't you have a little bit of Murphy's Law to share with us? Um, I mean, what I can say is, you know, radio is one-way communication. So, I mean, I people are listening to us, but they can't send a signal back. I thought you had an incident you wanted to share with us. That was me with being on the uh, news because station and Challenging a cardiac arrest. That yes. was a- <laughs> Kevin, you would have plenty. I, I I have another one if you'd like if you'd like to hear it. Um, one of the things that we do, all of us that do live programming, we have to depend upon the skills and ability of the interviewee to carry up at least uh, a portion of the show. They don't have to carry the whole thing, but they do need to come up with some interesting information. And, and stuff that keeps the show rolling so that that leads to another question. Well, I had a gentleman that I had never met. Nice guy. He was a feng shui artist. And you know what, you, Matt, you know what feng shui is? I haven't a clue. It's a, it's a way to energetically design your home so that you're putting your furniture and your, the way your house looks in a way that, that the energy flows through your home uh, rather than getting stuck in certain places. At least that's my best understanding of it. And uh, so he was apparently really, really good at that, but he couldn't put a sentence together well. Um, so when we're talking, it's like, hi, and welcome to the show. How are you today? Fine. And uh, you are a feng shui artist? Is that, is that, is that right? Is that, um, yeah, I am. Um, and you're a feng shui artist and you, do you, so what do you do? Um, I do feng shui and the whole interview went on like that. And it was like, I, 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 by the time I was done, I was sweating all the end because it just wasn't, it was certainly wasn't riveting radio and it wasn't even decent radio because, you know, but, but those things happen when you do a live show. And you're certainly not going to say on the air, uh. Yeah, interview is done. I mean, you still got 56 minutes of the <laughs> show right. to fill, and you've already basically went through all your talking points in five minutes. 
<laughs> exactly. And he didn't want to say anything and he didn't want to. Ex- so could you expand upon that? Um, um, no, not really. I, <laughs> like, I was, oh, I was reading up on one of the golden rule is be careful about volunteering personal information. So I'm going to go back to Johnny Carson again. One night he and Ed McMahon were going back and forth and kind of challenging each other with personal humor. And Ed finally revealed Johnny Carson's phone number. But out of the friendship, he purposely was off by one number. But he got six out of seven of them. You have millions upon millions watching that show. Many wrote that number down. And with that little margin of error, there were those who by default actually did call Johnny Carson after all. And he was imitating how people speak throughout this country based on where you reside, saying hello and pretend they're old, long-lost friends and reminiscing about shows. So many people he's never met because they did make it through the security and they were talking to him at home because of his buddy Ed revealing something. Could you imagine the poor guy or gal who got, who was the number that was one digit off and they started getting call after call after call after call? That, that would be, that'd be tough on, on those poor people. We knew of somebody whose uncle picked up the phone when it rang. We're watching. And he goes, yeah, how many? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get have a window seat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What? Yeah. Okay. We'll see you Saturday. Bye. And he'd hang up. And so later we asked, what was that all about? He goes, oh, that's his sense of humor. His phone number is one digit off from a local restaurant, and he got tired of explaining people what the right number was. <laughs> he was accepting reservations, or so they thought. And he's talking like a New York cabbie. They should have figured it out. Ah, uh, well, those things, those things happen. So, so Matt, do you, do you do any accents? Do you, uh, and None. from different parts of the country? No, I'm just this, that's it, the baseline. But I have another quote that reminds me of you, Kevin. I prefer radio to TV because the pictures are better. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I have a face for radio. I do radio really good, but they stick me on the TV, and it's not just the same. I I really like to keep, honestly, I would like to keep my my face as a mystery. So because when people get on and they see, oh, I didn't think he'd look like that, you know, and stuff like that. But you, you in this day and age, you can't you can't avoid it. Uh, because we are on so many different platforms in so many different ways uh, that it's just it's just remarkable these days. And radio can engage your brain more too, especially I if agree. you're listening to like a sports broadcast. If you're listening to football, baseball, whatever on TV, on the radio, I mean, you got to imagine those plays as they're happening. You're actively engaging your brain and your imagination, and a lot of times too. I mean, when I'm watching a TV broadcast, I might even silence the TV and put on the radio broadcast because it's so much more engaging and active. And it seems like in TV, it, they're just off cause, because we can use our visuals to see what's going on the, in the game. They're now using their commentaries to say 
uh, other things not related to the game, but more like giving history or stats about players. And it just doesn't seem so connected with the audio and then the visual. Do you remember the name Harry Carey, a baseball commentator going way oh, back yes. decades? He was Mr. Sensation because you could hear the typewriters going fast in the background, but it sounded like he was at the ballpark. So oh, much yeah. enthusiasm. He had it. Here's one for you guys. With radio, the listener absorbs everything. Are you familiar, Matt, and I I don't know, uh, Nathan, he was on KKNW or, or one of your stations, but um, Jim French. Oof. And... Jim French produced a show, and Matt, you'll appreciate this. It was an actual radio show in the old style before television, and he did uh, serials of of different um, shows like Dick Tracy and and stuff like that in the old style. And he did that until relatively recently. Oh yeah, it's Imagination Theater. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I remember now. Yeah, and that was that was a really really cool presentation because that left a lot to your imagination. Obviously, that's why he named it that. Well, about imagination, we all know the name Orson Welles and why we know that name. You talk about imagination. That has to be the most studied broadcast in all of radio broadcast education history or just courses in general. Well, the funny, now, the funny Matt, thing. Matt, before you go past him, there are people I know that you're going to find this hard to believe, but there are people who have no idea who Orson Welles was and what he did on that day in the 1930s. Can you explain that a little bit? Yes, I'll kick it off with another saying I came across before the show: Radio listeners are lurking, invisible, eavesdropping. Orson Welles did a presentation, a show called War of the Worlds. The problem was there were those people who didn't listen to the beginning of the broadcast. They tuned in during it. And so it was about our planet Earth being invaded by aliens and that the aliens were really taking it to us. Because it sounded so official and commanding and because they cut in in the middle of the presentation, they thought it was a news flash instead of a radio show, and the rest is history. Well, think about today how we believe everything we see on the internet is like, oh, it's on the internet. It must be true. Well, back <laughs> then, <laughs> I mean, basically, they didn't have really internet at that time, so they everything that was on the radio, it was the biggest mass media of its time. Everything that was on the radio, if you heard it, you believed it to be true. Exactly. exactly. I'm going to throw another one since you've touched on this. The benefit of radio is something beyond your realm of knowledge. It can enter your realm of knowledge as well. I agree with that as well. By the way, did you know? Hold on. I have an announcement to make. Did you? Did, uh, no, that's not an announcement. But I know that. Uh, um, and and when we're talking about radio, and we're specifically talking about AM radio, uh, Ford came out a month ago. 
and they said we are discontinuing AM radio from our, you know, from our 2024 new cars because nobody listens to AM radio. Well, they got such pushback from that because people do listen to AM radio. They got such pushback from it that they made an announcement a couple of days ago saying, well, you know, we found out that the national broadcast system and stuff works so much better with the AM band. And and there are rural places where people listen to AM and not FM and and stuff like that. So they decided that they were going to reverse that decision. And so AM radio is going to be alive and well for the foreseeable future. I'm glad they addressed that. They nipped it at the bud. They did. Well, a lot of different car companies, because there's so many different outlets now, a lot of different uh, folks have said, you know, AM radio is a thing of the past, but it really can be. And when you couple AM radio like I do with with podcasting and with video and with audio on so many different platforms, it becomes a complete package. And I think more people are going to end up doing what I do uh, because, um, number one, they have to be crazy to do what I do. But if they, but if they, it's the best way to get to as many people as you can. And my goal is to touch one person. Matt, if I can touch one person and make them make their day differently, then I've done my job. That's my viewpoint. You've touched many, and I'll say it again. Of all the shows I've been on, you hold a record of having people calling in. You and I have stepped out where people immediately knew who Kevin McDonald was, and they'd reminisce about their favorite shows that inspired them and in case uh, books they've ordered. And I so very well remember that call from Bainbridge Island. It was a life-changing call because it, it meant so much to me and I still have it on tape. As a matter of fact, if you go back into Positive Talk or My Independence Report, one of the older ones, it's there on tape. And so that's the cool. also the cool thing that we can do now. You know, Matt, when I did this in 2003, you know how it worked? Tell me. We would go into the studio like you are. I'm doing it from my home studio. But then we would, uh, I would give the... Um, board operator uh they had a stack of cds from that i would buy and bring into the studio and so we would do the show and they would give me at the end of the show they would give me a cd now when they we did the show um it wasn't going anywhere else it just went out into the air and was gone so in order to get that show back you had to have the cd to do it now we have got shows um, Matt, a, a thousand strong that will be alive long after I'm um, gone to do something else. <laughs> KK because, and Tub, you have their accessible archives. You could go way back on any radio show they have. Yes. It, well, they can't go. I don't think you can go back to 2003, can you, Nathan? Uh, it depends on the show. And... Really? Yes. Huh. I'll have to look that up. But, uh, um, but now we have some shows that have been going for a really long time. I mean, that's a good question. I've only been here about, you know, six years. So you rookie, I am definitely a rookie. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, KKNW, by the way, they're, uh, Hubbard and KKNW, they're really good employers because they must be because their guys stay, um, um Matt, their guys stay forever. Also, they basically have an open door for those listeners who would like to 
challenge having their own radio show. Meet them halfway, compare notes. It's been known to happen. Well, absolutely. And in fact, right, let me put this out there. If you want to do your own radio show um, and you need help uh, getting coached on how to do it, putting up commercials, doing all the things that are involved with the radio show, I'd be happy to help you. So if you want to give me a, a you know an email at Kevin at kmedia.pro, uh, we can talk about how to do it, how it works, how expensive it is, and all of those things that you can to, to learn. Because I, I think this is a medium that should be touched by everybody. I've got a question both for you and Nathan. On television, they will say things like, we'll be leery about working with animals and children. They don't say never do it because we love children and animals. But it has to be finessed quite a bit, some unpredictability. Okay, in the world of radio broadcasting, what are some of the combinations you try to shy away from? Nathan, you go first. Can you be more specific? There's a taboo about uh, getting too political one way or being opinionated, sensitive issues. That uh, Years ago, I was reading about promoters and they said we would get these great bands that would sign, but we would have a folk band well-known open up for a psychedelic 60s rock band. They, they're different parts of the color wheel. They, um, they're great stuff, but they don't go hand-in-hand hand together. You're going to have a entirely different off audience. Years ago, we were downtown Seattle, and the Kiwanis Club, who I greatly praise, they were having a convention but they also had an Ozzy Osbourne concert, and they also had a WrestleMania one. So you got three <laughs> different corners coming in, and they weren't fighting over turf, but they all had nothing to do with one another. I mean, whenever somebody listens to your show, there's going to be expectations for regular listeners. Like they tune into the show and they expect to hear something, and you, as the host, have to. Be a listener yourself and evaluate, would I, as a participant, as a listener to this show, be interested in this sort of topic? Does it relate to my mission statement of the show? Because every show has a mission statement. It's being produced for a reason. And you need to make sure that you tailor your guests and everything around that. Because people are going to expect when they listen to the show that you'll have a certain type of content. Oh yeah. Exactly. So so Matt, real quick story. In 2003, March of 2003, we invaded Iraq. Uh and we had been planning on doing that for a period of time and but I started the show in January and and it was positive talk radio and we would talk about all kinds of positive things. Well, one of the things that you do that we had at that time were music bumps music that would come out of the show and back into the show with and we would do different i used a lot of beatles stuff and a lot of stuff like that well well when we invaded iraq i went to the store and found an a cd that it was um um vietnam war protest songs and so i started using them as music bumps uh, for my show and like war uh! What is it good for? And the, and that sort of and I got I got real negative feedback because that wasn't the premise of the show, so I dropped it. 
Yeah, the audience will let you know in a hurry. They they did indeed, but uh, just to, just to close that story, I was proven right. So there, <laughs> you get negative feedback much faster than positive feedback. Oh yes, oh, well, that's the truth. No news I, like I, bad news. Well, Matt, when I was a bus driver, the same thing would happen. If you did something that they didn't like, you got called on the carpet for it right away because somebody would complain. If you did something extraordinary for somebody, nobody said a word. I I had, I, I saved a lady from the middle of the street one time and the people on the bus said, oh, we're going to call it in. We're going to call it in. Nobody did. But I got to save the lady in the middle of the street. So that was worth it. You get to live with yourself and quote, unquote. You did the right thing. You will know that for the rest of your life. When people win awards and stuff and they sit hanging on their walls and whatever, they forget that the night that was presented to them, everybody's already forgotten about it. Unless it's your position, okay, what else is new? Exactly, exactly. And um, um, by by the way, I just want to say again, I appreciate you for allowing me to come and and talk to you guys and and Madison Mitchell for allowing – you to host the show because I think you do a really good job. I appreciate it. I got it made with you two guys here. Lots of fun. But I love you guys reminiscing on fun guests you've had, just the fun, humorous moments. Oh, yeah. And there, I've had, I've figured out, I've done over 2,000 interviews in my time, and I've been very fortunate to be able to do that. And so I've had some great ones and some stinkers but it's okay. But you have such a following. You've had many people make it on your show a handful of times. I have, and I love it. You just keep getting bigger and better at this sort of thing. More the merrier. Well, the long, <laughs> the longer you do something, you're either going to get better at it or you're not. And I hope to get better at it. I love it. It's a learning curve forever. Yeah, when somebody declares themselves a final product, there's something kind of off, like you're throwing in the cards at that point. Now, I have a question. It's very important that people out there in radio land know how to contact Kevin. KMmedia at Comcast. No, Kevin at KMmedia.pro. That was the old one. Kevin at KMmedia.pro. That's wonderful. And tell us about the shows you do throughout the week. My friend, we're going to run out of time, but we do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Friday on KKNW on three of them and one of them on Kixie. Uh, Join them. um, Go to their websites and you can get the day and time. Thank you. Matt's and Bishop wishes everybody a happy weekend. Thank you. Thank you.